So happy sixth day of Christmas, everybody. <laughs> happy sixth day on the sixth day of Christmas, my trail of sin to me. Well, sixth, sixth day of Christmas. I'll try and get my diction right. On the sixth day, our true love sent to us. We quiz. Six geese, six geese are laying, originally meaning the six days of creation, because as I found out um, when we were on holiday at another church, the 12 days of Christmas was actually code to pass on some theology to the children at a time where we, were not, we didn't have religious freedom in this country. So there we go, you learn something new every day. So the six days of creation is the six geese are laying. So am I still echoing and is it me? Am I rubbing against it? One, two, are we better? Yes. Give me a handheld any day, tell you over this, okay. So, um, this morning on the last Sunday of 2018, um, the Lord has led me to a New Year's message for us, okay, um, for us as a church this morning. And first of all, could you please turn in your Bibles, if you have them, to Zechariah chapter 4. Zechariah chapter 4, and we're going to be starting in a moment at verse 6. My technology is failing me. It's not changing slides. I'll just go like that because I've only got a few slides, thankfully. Okay, so first of all, some 60 seconds of context to the book of Zechariah. So first of all, the purpose of the book was to give hope to God's people by revealing God's future deliverance through the Messiah. And the author, as the name suggests, is Zechariah. And it was written to the Jews in Jerusalem who had returned from their captivity in Babylon and to God's people everywhere. The setting is the exiles had returned to rebuild the temple, but the work had been thwarted and stalled. And Haggai and Zechariah confronted the people with their task and encouraged them to complete it. And the themes of the book are God's jealousy, rebuilding the temple, the king is coming, and God's protection. And you see details of Christ's life that were written 500 years before their fulfillment in the life of Jesus Christ, and a future message that has not yet been fulfilled, the return of Christ at the end of the age. So that's just some brief context, because I'm only doing a few verses this morning, but I think it's always important to know what it is you're reading and where it comes from. So next slide, please. Thank you. So starting at verse 6 in chapter 4, this is what the Lord says to Zerubbabel. It is not by force nor by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Nothing, not even a mighty mountain, will stand in Zerubbabel's way. It will become a level plain before him. And when Zerubbabel sets the stone of the temple in place, the people will shout, may God bless it, may God bless it. Then another message came to me from the Lord. Zerubbabel is the one who laid the foundation of this temple and he will complete it. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me. Do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. So you know this last Sunday of 2018, looking into 2019, I want us to think for a moment about the vision of the church and where we're going. And our vision and our vision verse as a church at the moment 
is Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19, and it says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. And our vision is what we see as a result of the outworking of our mission as a church, which is to be Christ-centered and community-focused. So see, I am doing a new thing. And that's what I want us to think about as we go into this new year. As a church, we're about to enter a brand new season. The time of transition from Andrew to Stevie has passed, long since passed. The time of rest and preparation is over. The time for faith is now. And like the passage we have just read, the time to build is upon us. And that's what I want us to think about this morning. So the title of my message this morning, Visual Aid, is It's Time to Pick Up Your Spade. Okay, and I'm going to leave this cover on deliberately, not to dirty the carpet. It's time to pick up your spade. And before you run and hide at the thought of the monumental task before us, don't panic, okay? Because I believe the Lord has given us two gifts this morning that we see in this passage to help us. And we are still allowed to give gifts because we're in the 12 days of Christmas and I am really dragging Christmas out as long as possible. So, gift one. And I need a helper to help me open this. Would you like to open that for me, please? We're not saving the paper. You're all right. Rip it open. <laughs> oh, thank you. Do you know what that is? What is that? A dove. A dove. Sorry, it's not bigger, but you know, couldn't do live animals today, but there we go. A dove. So in the Bible, we see the image of a dove used to represent peace and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. So next slide, please, Sophie. So what does it say in verse 6 of the passage we just read? This is what the Lord says to Zerubbabel. It is not by force nor by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's armies. And you know, in the Old Testament, in the passage we looked at here, the Holy Spirit was restricted to individuals for particular tasks. So in this case, it was for building the temple. But at Pentecost and in subsequent occasions, and in the time we're living now, the Holy Spirit is given to all believers. So we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we know that because it tells us that in Acts 2 and verse 38, it says, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, a free gift available to all of us who believe. And it truly is a gift. And in Ephesians 3 as well, Paul says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. I love that. Glorious unlimited resources. I don't know about you, but I want glorious unlimited resources for 2019. That he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Because the spirit, as the Bible says, is our helper. He's our strength. And through the gifts of the Spirit, which I've not got time, unfortunately, to go into today in a family service, but it says it enables us to work in ways we have never dreamed or imagined. 
and our own strength and capabilities to see miracles happen, to heal people, to pray for them, to see people rise up out of their circumstances. That is the gift of the Spirit we operate in. And that is the strength of the Spirit we operate in. And I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful for that because I don't have any strength. <laughs> Look at that, there's nothing there, you know. So I'm so glad I don't do anything in my own strength. It's not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit. So, you know, in 2019, you can be assured of this. If the Lord calls you to do something for Him, it doesn't matter if you are the strongest, the smartest, the most eloquent, if he calls you to do a job, you can be certain that he will equip you to do it. He will never, ever call you to do a job that you, he's not going to equip you to do. It's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And then we get to gift number two. Would you like to open this one for me? is a little small one. Oh, do you know what that is? An acorn. An acorn. Well done. So this is an acorn. Not a real one because at this time of the year I couldn't go out in the forest yesterday to find a real one. But there we've got an artificial acorn. Next slide please. You'll be pleased to know this is the last one. It says do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. This is what I see this morning as small beginnings, very small beginnings. You've heard that quotation, and I did check it to make sure I'm going to quote it right now. It says, great oaks from little acorns grow, which is apparently a 14th century proverb. There we go. And for those of us that I was going to say been in the church a while, but I think for everybody probably that's been in even a year or so, would know that one of the foundation scriptures of this church continues to be Isaiah 61 verse 3. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And every time I say that, I still look at that wall expecting to see it there. <laughs> oaks of righteousness. And you know, according to the Woodland Trust, Acorns are not produced in an oak tree until it is at least 40 years old. With peak acorn production being when the tree is 80 to 120 years old. And it's at the age of 120 that an oak tree st stops growing or the growth slows. 120 years old. And you know, I love the song by Ian White. Some of you might know Ian White's music, but one of my favorite songs is The Time for Faith is Now. And it says in that song, and now I know I'll never see how high the trees grow I may plant. He says in that song, and you know, that's why I picked this this morning, because, you know, I'm going to say for many of us, but probably for all of us, <laughs> you know, we're never, if, if we planted a real acorn today, you know, we'd never see that finished tree. And it's the same in a spiritual sense with the work the Lord has called us to do and the small beginnings he's given each one of us to do, we're not going to be around to see the completed thing. And for a from a church perspective this morning, that's the same thing. 
for Stevie, for the SLT, for everyone in here, the small beginnings that he's calling us to, especially in the next year, is just the beginning. And it'll be a future generation that sees the final oak tree of what this church and this church family is going to become. But you know, I really believe that small beginnings are a, is a gift from God. Because to see everything, to see the oak tree, the final oak tree, to use, continue with that image, it would overwhelm us. If the Lord said to you, I want you to start that ministry, and it's eventually going to reach thousands of people, if you knew the thousands of people bit maybe before you started it, you might never start. Whoa, it's too big a job. I can't speak for you, Lord. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. But the Lord gives us a gift of small beginnings, and he doesn't overwhelm us with the detail in the beginning. He just says, I want you to start that, or I want you to go there and speak to that person. I want you to take one step at a time. If we could see the end from the beginning like the Lord, we'd run away, or most of us would. You'd have to be really brave to step out sometimes in faith if you knew what was coming. And it's not either it's just life if the Lord showed us what was ahead of us my some of us would just want to hide but he doesn't he gives us only what we can handle and what we can cope with and what he's gifted us to do with his spirit one step at a time and you know in the intro to the book of Zechariah in the life application study Bible it says, we may never see more than a moment ahead, but we can be secure if we trust in him. We may never see more than a moment ahead, but we can be secure if we trust in him. So the small beginnings. You know, we quote that verse, do not despise the small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Quite often, if we're feeling despondent because the numbers aren't coming in to something we've held or started and but I want us to think about it in a slightly different way this morning. It's not just about one activity. It's just about everything the Lord calls us to do. Small beginnings are a gift and demonstration of the love, mercy, and the grace of God. Because he says, I only expect you to do the small things. One at a time. And then he pieces all the small things together to form the big stuff. So do not get overwhelmed and back out of the job you're called to do this year because you're scared of the enormity of it. But grasp the gift of small beginnings and just take one step at a time as the Lord asks you to move. And you know, that's the crux of my message this morning, keeping it short because one, it is simple and I don't want to complicate it, but also because it's a family service and we've got our kids in here. So I'm just going to recap, but before I do that, I'm going to ask the welcome team to pass out an acorn to every one of you. Because I want this to be a reminder, this new year, and hopefully all year, as you pray, as you seek the Lord, as you come before him and say, Lord, what is my small beginning that I have to do for you this year? And as I say, especially as a church, I'm speaking to our church family now. It's great to see the visitors, but I'm really speaking to the regulars for a moment just now. For us in Whitburn Pentecostal Church, the time for faith is now. It's time to love. 
It's time to build and it's time for action. Doing so in the secure knowledge that it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And in the knowledge that the Lord will rejoice to see the work begin. Not finished, but rejoice to see the work begin. So come on, church, it's time to pick up your spade and plant some acorns. And we may never see how high the trees grow that we may plant, but we're going to plant them. In 2019, as a church, we are going to plant some acorns. The time we've been sitting long enough. We were sitting because the Lord told us to sit. Don't get me wrong, there was a time of preparation we had to go through as a church. But that time is over. It's time to pick up the spades. So if you're with me, would you stand please? And we're going to pray and bring this all before the Lord. Father God, we come before you this morning and we just thank you that you are King of kings and Lord of lords and that you see the end from the beginning. You see everything, Father God. You know what's ahead of us as individuals, as a church. And Father God, you just give us one moment at a time though, one acorn at a time, each small beginning. And Father God, I just pray that for us, as a church, Father God, in 2019, it will be the time to pick up our spades and plant some acorns, Father God, that we will listen to everything that you would tell us and that for each of us as individuals, Father God, that we would be obedient to every call that you give us. Because we are a body, Father God, with many, many parts. And as a church, we can't accomplish anything unless everyone's playing their part and every part of the body is healthy and functioning. So, Father God, I pray that you would give us listening ears as individuals this year ahead and that you would tell us what you would have us do and that, Father God, we would have the courage and the strength by your Spirit, which is a gift from you, Father God, to step into it, that we would not shy away from any task that you've called us to do, but we would gladly step into it, Father God, and do the work you've called us to. And, Father God, for those tasks that we may have to lay down because it's time to end them so we can pick up and plant in new areas, Father God. I pray that you would be clear on that too and that you would give us the courage to do that. Father God, it's often more difficult to lay things down that we've always done than it is to start new things. So Father God, maybe we have the courage to do that as well. And Father God, I pray for Stevie and Mary right now as well as pastors of this church, Father God, and I pray that you would just guide and direct them, Father God, that you would uphold them and give Stevie great wisdom, Father God, as he leads us and Mary too. And for Mary, Father God, oh, I pray for supernatural strength for Mary this morning. Father God, we continue to pray by your spirit and in the mighty name of Jesus for healing for Mary. Father God, so she would be able to do everything that you have called her to do. So Father God, we surrender to you this morning. As a church and as individuals, and we say your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in 2019. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.